0: Also, we can, we can say that we are the internationally renowned PHP Ugly podcast. I guess so. We've, we've been listened to in Russia, China, and Uganda.
1: You're listening to the PHP Ugly podcast, episode 22, recorded August 4th, 2016. In this episode of PHP Ugly, Thomas and I talk about the FDPHP meetups, Falcon 3.0 released, Alexa skills for PHP, and the developers we look up to. Let's get started.
0: It's uh, a nude. Time to get ugly. Boy, it's been an ugly week.
1: It has been a- another quiet week. After yeah. after just the barrage of things with Laricon and everything else going on, this week has been relatively quiet.
0: Yeah, it's been pretty nice, you know, uh, up until the point when I realized we had to do a discussion on what's happened this week. <laughs>
1: and then... So what happened? you were supposed to make a guest appearance. What happened there? I I was so looking forward to you being on Lara Chat, which is another podcast did, I, I don't think to. they
0: did an episode this uh this week.
1: That sucks. Yeah. You were branching out. You're cheating on me, you dirty little whore.
0: I know. It's the way you like it though. It
1: is. How's your migration going? Your migration oh, from Laravel four to five. 4 to
0: 5. Oh, this one, boy. Yeah, so we I migrated a, a small part of this one site and then we're just going to migrate the whole rest of the thing over. And it isn't just that it's 4 to 5, but it's also a full CMS migration, so we're migrating the management and output of one CMS into another CMS. Ah. Huh. So, moving along. It's moving along. It's it's still throwing errors when I pull up pages. Missing missing a route at this point.
1: I hung um, out with your boss a little assist. bit this week. Really? He Did wouldn't he... even hang out with me. No. Well, you've got to leave your house every now and then. Yeah, he's still he's still on crutches. Your your boss uh got into a little bit of a motorcycle accident sometime back, but he's almost done. He's I think he said he's Gets out of the cast this week. In a couple more weeks, he's planning on being back on the bike. Nice. Yeah.
0: I'm going to try and convince him to, to come to the next meetup next week. Because a, it's, a a, it's a hell of a talk, I'll tell you that. Next Get week's internals.
1: Ne- next week's is ours. Yeah. Next week is downtown. Downtown? Cool. Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? It's SDPHP downtown? Oh,
0: do, I have, do I have two weeks?
1: You're on the uh, you're on the sixteenth, right? Oh, I've got an extra. I've got an extra week. That's nice. Yeah, you're referring to your SDPHP North County meetup. Yeah, my uh, Get Good meetup. Get good. What's that going to be about? That one? I am uh, the sixteenth. I'm not going to be here. I'm not in town. Damn it! I know. I'm sorry. I, I am. Oh, uh,
0: you're you're going to miss this one because it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I I usually do miss them. I'm a traveling man. This past month, I tell you.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, this meetup's going to be uh, all about Git uh, core functionality and internals, and uh, becoming a Git master. And I'm I'm hoping a, at least a few people will be able to come away from the meetup, uh, able to call themselves Git masters because it's it's a deep dive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we get into uh changing branches by editing a text file, uh manually creating gits or manually creating commits by calculating the checksum and the containing files.
1: Holy crap, writing, why would writing, you even yeah. do that?
0: Because knowing how it's done explains what the tool is doing. It it, it once you understand
1: I don't know how my engine works before. in my car, but I still don't mind driving. Oh, day. It
0: is it is so incredibly simple it's just that it's a it's a sequence of simple events it's it's a chain of easily understood things but it's a long chain it's it can be very complicated in its length but what it's doing isn't going to surprise you in any way you're not going to say oh it's, a, it's writing some binary thing in some secret language no one can read and no it's not it's not doing anything crazy and you know a lot of the git tools like git commit and git add they're They're just doing two or three things for you. They're more of a a workflow component than I realized that you don't have to use them. They're just for that specific workflow, which is the Git workflow.
1: Interesting. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to be missing that. Uh, Are you going to try to stream? I am. I'm
0: going to stream this one again. Um, It should be uh, be good. And then I've got someone lined
1: up for next month. Good job. What do you got lined up for next month?
0: uh i've got a a guy who wants to do a presentation on postgres uh postgres design and
1: is that my guy
0: no it's my guy
1: okay so we're jumping ahead a little bit because my meetup is next week and it's one of the ones i've been looking forward to and it's about postgres um Sheldon is going to come out and do a talk. and They actually changed presenters on me today. The original presenter uh, was not going to be able to make it. He had a work commitment that he wasn't able to get out of. And I don't have his backup with me right now. So I I would have to hunt that down. But they're going to be talking about Postgres. Oh, here. How do you pronounce this? Y o g e s h. Why why what what? Y O G E S H. Y O G E I don't know. Yagis. Yagis?
0: Yogis? If you say it too many times, you're gonna cast whatever spell it is.
1: <laughs> Anyways, he's gonna be coming out and doing a talk on using SQL and Postgres. I'm looking forward to that. I've been doing a lot of looking into Postgres recently. And um, I think I'm just about done with my conclusion on it. I, I'm looking forward to watching this talk uh, to kind of wrap up a few remaining questions I might have. But yeah, it's been it's been an interesting exploration into Postgres, and we've got the Laravel meetup this this month as well. So yeah, this what is do we one do of the f- few weeks that we don't have a meetup. So I was kind of doing doing a capture of all the meetups we have this month. Well, I think it's been I, relaxing. Yeah, it has been. Uh, I think um, the Laravel meetup we typically do two talks, but I think this coming month I'm just going to hog the whole meetup and just go through all the stuff from Laracons, Talk about the new features in Five Three. Mainly talk about the new features in Five Three. I think that's going to be the lion's share of the the talk and try to get some try to get some demos out and actually put some code together that I can show and. Yeah. Like well, I,
0: I have to do work on uh, Laravel Scout anyways, so I might be able to help you out with that.
1: What do you mean you have to do work on it?
0: I want to evaluate it and see if we can replace our Algolia-based search system with uh, Scout.
1: Well, Scout doesn't replace it. it. It just makes it easier to do the searching, right? So it just puts a more eloquent interface to the front end of it. Right. Okay,
0: but yeah. we're paying we're paying on a per query basis for Algolia, mm-hmm. and we run a lot of queries. <laughs> so, and then we're building a new system that is supposedly going to be bumping up that query rate quite a bit. Uh, I don't know so if this is going to reduce your queries at all. Well, the interest is in moving over to Elasticsearch, which is free because we run it locally. Uh huh and using Scout to simplify the implementation
1: of Elasticsearch. Cool.
0: So we'll see. We'll see. We
1: we've been working on a project that is leveraging Elasticsearch and uh we have a developer who who'd really ha- he's dove into this Elasticsearch headfirst and I think for two weeks that's all he would talk about. <laughs> we basically had to tell him listen Stop working on this. We need you working on actual <laughs> problems now. But this is cool. You see, I can just do this. I'm like, yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, that's, do something do, else we now. We're very proud of you. <laughs> and, uh, and I am. You know, I, I want to try to get, the, get together. We, we've tried before and failed the whole ELK stack for uh, log monitoring. And that's oh, heavily reliant on Elasticsearch. And I think that's one of the areas that, we weren't getting dialed in correctly because we didn't seem to be getting our log files uh indexed correctly. Hmm. So I might I might sick him on that project and try to get him to stand us up an elk ser- server for, for the company so that all of the our client logs we can start pumping into this this one centralized server. So you were saying we have some news.
0: We do have some news. We have a little bit of news for the week. I dug through all the news I could find and i found that falcon framework updated to version 3
1: everybody's uh, everybody's bumping up their version falcon yep now falcon's a so, little bit of a different framework right it's right, not your it's typical php framework yeah
0: so it's it's a very fast framework um that's why people use it they use it for its speed that's the only reason to use it as far as i know and yeah it is a c compiled Library that plugs into PHP, so all of your all of your calls go through a already compiled package,
1: and this so, means that you need to actually. And it's been a long time since I've played with it, so this could have changed. But I I believe you actually have to modify your PHP ini file to load the library for Falcon, and yep, I mean, there's there's it is a hardcore framework. It's a. it tries to get closer to the quote unquote metal um of PHP and not just be another layer.
0: Yeah, so that's uh news for the week.
1: <laughs> that's that's it. That's the entire news for <laughs> the was, week. That's
0: huh? The only thing that happened
1: <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I, I, I looked through I've been looking through for the last two days and like nothing was jumping out at me like, oh yeah, let me add this to Trello. Usually it's not an issue because I listen to podcasts and I, I, I have dozens of RSS feeds that I, I read through and I'm constantly coming across stories and I just tap my little Trello extension in Chrome and add it to our board. And by, by the time Thursday rolls, rolls around, I'll, uh, look at the Trello board and t- usually have to start pruning stuff out. Like, oh yeah, this, this isn't worth talking about. This isn't worth talking about, but that was not a problem this week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's been a, a dry. You know, I wonder if there's a a convention hangover. Is it when people have a big convention like Laracon, they just they're too exhausted to work the next week. They it, don't want to do anything.
1: But maybe it's maybe it's our circle because we are pretty focused on Laraville, but the Laravel convention is not that big, and it's not like a bunch of news came out of the Laravel, with the exception of the Laravel five three stuff and the View stuff. Not that yeah. much stuff comes out of Laricon. but it just seems like the whole PHP world came to a screeching halt last week, and it's just <laughs> yeah. not that much going on at all.
0: I, I do have I have one thing that I found while I was while I was scouring the uh, internet, and I've got to put a warning out here. There are some trigger words in this <laughs> conversation.
1: So if you if you're listening, if you're listening through speakers, you may want to be aware at this stage.
0: Yeah. So specifically, we'll be talking about the Amazon Echo. Damn it! <laughs> but, uh, and oh, you is your out, key well, my, is your keyword Echo? Well, yeah, because my daughter's name is Alexa.
1: You got to be kidding me! Really, you named your kid Alexa? Yeah. How cute is that? That was that was before the the Echo came out, though. Obviously, <laughs> I, I was I was gonna say don't say Alexa, say Echo, but that doesn't work for you.
0: No, yeah, it's you've only got three options. You've got Alexa, Echo, and Amazon, right? And uh, I think I'm actually gonna have to change it to Amazon because it doesn't it doesn't seem to like the Echo keyword as well as the Amazon keyword. <laughs> but I. I got one recently. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, you've had one for a while now.
1: I have three, actually. Not not, in, not intentionally. It was an accident. The, the third one was like like that third child. It was just an accident. We weren't planning on having a third Echo. It just kind of came. No, I, I got the original Echo. I'm an Amazon Prime user, so I w- w- ordered it first. And it was funny, because when I ordered the Echo... It was like a hundred bucks. You got the echo, you got the little remote, and I didn't realize all that stuff cost extra. So not only did they raise the price of the base echo when it was finally released, but like they charge extra now for the little remote, which I love the remote because I can be in my kitchen and I just queue it up. And, or if people are just sleeping, I don't have to say anything. I can just turn down the volume with the remote. So I like the remote, but I bought the original echo and then. When the Echo Dot came out, I'm like, that would be neat to have in my uh, have in the bedroom. So I purchased the Dot. And when they released the Dot, they released the Tap at the same time. But I didn't realize the Tap was in itself an Amazon Echo. I thought it was a companion speaker to the Tap. So right. I I ended up buying it and realized, hey, this is this is a fully functional Echo on on its on its own merit. So I did pair it with the Echo Dot. So it, it acts as a Bluetooth speaker to the Echo Dot for me, and then I can pick it up, take it outside, and use it as the tab. So yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I like it, but I'm I'm waiting for a version two to come out where it does a lot more uh, virtual assistant stuff. You know, what I, what would I, you
1: like to see it do?
0: Well, uh, calendar dates, you know, reminding me of certain calendar dates that as they come up, sort of more proactively communicating with me instead of being communicated to
1: instead of being prompted to. Yeah. I'd say she'll, she'll yeah. tell you your calendar. If you ask her and you get dialed in.
0: Well, I want to start getting into development for it, you know, see what I can see what I can create. And uh, one of the nice things I saw today was the, the Alexa skills framework for PHP. So there's a guy who, who wrote up a rough framework for handling Alexa skills and communicating with an Amazon Echo so you can write your own skill. You know, one of the skills I use all the time is the Jeopardy questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've looked through their, their skills library and there's some good stuff, but I mean, it's really an untapped resource at this point. People could be doing very interesting stuff with it.
1: Yeah. This is, uh, I I did not even bother opening up the link here, but yeah, this is interesting. I I've been thinking about, I mean, it, it's all API based, so it's not overly difficult to write new skills for Alexa. Um, but it's an interesting approach somebody's trying to build a library around it that makes good sense.
0: Yeah. So this is this is written by user Simon Yusofov. <laughs> And I can't tell if that is
1: pretty sure that's a handle.
0: I think that might be a handle. His handle on Reddit is the Simonator. Simonator. Let's see. Simon use.
1: So you know what I want to see Alexa do before we get off the topic of Alexa? Yeah. Tell me if you think this is this you think this is a direction that it's going to go in. I need Alexa to recognize when I ask her something from Myself asking her to my wife asking her to my kids asking her. Like if I ask her what's on my calendar, she should read back to me my calendar. But my wife should be able to do the same thing and say what's on my calendar and get that as well. What do you think? Do you you see that happening? Absolutely, Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I mean, with the way the voice recognition is going, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a software update that that handled that.
1: Man, I would Uh, love to see that happen.
0: Yeah, that would be really cool. Uh, I have a lot of problems where I all be turning off music or turning on NPR or something, I'll say echo and my kids will start yelling things at the device, (laughs) trying to get it to screw up.
1: (laughs) Hey, no, no. When we had the Diego dev offices, we had a echo in there as well. And one of John's funniest little jokes is as he's leaving the office, he'd walk out and say echo volume 10 and just just shut the door. Jesus.
0: You, dick I've had that happen to me where you can't turn it off Because it's too loud It doesn't hear you yelling at it to turn off Exactly,
1: yeah, no, he knows that <laughs> Yeah. All you can do is just start you know, Talking over him and hoping you interrupt him Yeah, I got the last laugh on that though Because he tied all the Amazon services To his accounts Including his Pandora So I, I made some pretty colorful playlists for him <laughs> On his doesn't Pandora
0: That'll be great when his kids find that one. Oh, I'm
1: looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> uh, All right, uh, Uncle Uncle Eric teaches the blues.
1: <laughs> Daddy, what is bondage? Oh, what is bondage rap? What is that? Bondage.
0: Okay, well now I, now I want to know what is bondage rap.
1: I don't know. You know, all I would, all you <laughs> say is Alexa, Pandora, and then you name off some random words and see if she can put together a Pandora playlist for it.
0: Oh God!
1: And bondage was definitely one of them, <laughs> and uh, I had a couple other colorful ones in there.
0: So what do you got? What do you got for this week?
1: I don't have a whole lot what do i have this week actually you have something else on here i wanted to talk about you you recently bought a camera for your living room
0: i did i bought a d-link camera a and you D-Link. know what it's probably That's the a... last time i'll ever buy anything from d-link why is that just because out of the box it didn't work oh it still, still doesn't work i've contacted him to try and get it working and the the form you fill out requests the model number and the issue you're having and et cetera et cetera and then it it compiles that into a an email and sends it off to their tech support and their tech support replied to the email with what model number are you using <laughs> and in the body of the in the body of their reply was still my initial message which had the model number clearly tech support's not even trying
1: so I I did something similar and I'm about equally pleased with it I bought cameras for the house um i just happened to set one up in the living room yesterday because i was the only one home so i set it up in the living room i had the air conditioning running and i had the camera going so i can see when the dog wanted to go out back Uh, because i'm in my office and he's out in the living room and uh, i didn't want him waking up my wife who works at night and sleeps during the day so i had set up the camera in there i also have a camera in the front of my house and my problem with it and we had this discussion on an earlier podcast and i struggled with it and i went ahead and kind of went against my better judgment and now i'm sort of regretting it so i got a nest camera which is supposed to be these super simple drop-in wireless cameras and for the most part it is wasn't a whole lot to set up but it requires that you subscribe to their service if you want to have any sort of archive archiving of your video. Otherwise, it's just a live feed. Uh, there's no one-day archive or, or even it's, an hour.
0: Is it an IP cam?
1: Yeah, it is.
0: So I've got a
1: free service to do that for you. So this was going to be my question is, um obviously, you get a free trial and i and I let the trial lapse and at that point, it was just a live camera and I wasn't sure what my options were as far as tying other services into it because i don't think I don't think I can tie another service into it sure
0: i I went and and started looking around for this before I bought it and there is a company called Angel Cam, which you would think was a completely different business.
1: <laughs> but it,
0: it is, in fact, an IP camera recording solution, and they do almost all of the work. I mean, their software works on my camera where the D-Link software that came with the camera does not work, and their software is purely web-based. You know, you, you pop a hole in the router and and point at your camera's IP, and they just connect to it, determine what kind of camera it is and how to connect to it. And they do all the work and it worked perfectly the first time.
1: It does say works with any brand.
0: Yeah. And it, and it's so far, it seems to be working fine. I mean, I've got it recording three days worth of data for free. I'm streaming 24 seven to that's the camera.
1: Perfect. That's, that's exactly all. That's all I needed was a couple of days of retention and, yeah. uh, That would have been perfect. Even the seven days, at five bucks a month, that's reasonable. I guess that's what sixty bucks a year.
0: Yeah, it's it's totally reasonable, and I use it for um, both monitoring and dissuading the children from fighting in the living room. (laughs) There are so there's so many times when the boys both come running to me and accuse each other of having done something terrible. And I don't have any idea what really happened. So now I do. Now I just hop onto the Angel Cam site and rewind it one, two, three minutes and watch the whole event unfold. <laughs> now I got I got a cheap camera. I got a thirty-five dollar camera and it's, you know, only six forty by 480 quality, but it looks great, you know, mm-hmm. and it's running at it's running at fifteen to twenty frames per second, but it doesn't do audio through this interface. I don't have a perfect setup, but, you know, for $35, really not bad.
1: I wonder how you tie—so how would I tie this into my Nest, though? That's what I don't—I'm not seeing a whole—connect your camera you to- now.
0: So you have to have your Nest's IP address, mm-hmm. and you have to port forward your system to the Nest on port 8080 or whatever.
1: Uh-huh. That would be a little bit of a challenge. I could do it, but I'm actually behind two routers, uh, at my house. I got, I got a real funky setup. I, my wife works, uh, from home and I work from home and her company supplied a router and computers for her system. Uh, obviously I have a router for my systems. So it's a really f- weird, setup i don't know if you're a normal home setup for but i can i'm a professional man i can figure this stuff out yeah you're a tech guy you can do this and i might be signing up for the service as we speak live on the podcast i'm not gonna i'm <laughs> not gonna say for sure i am i'm just saying it's a possibility
0: well and it uses oauth too so you just go click 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 and now you're signed up i mean it's i'm already signed up i know yeah it's incredibly smooth so yeah, I was I was really I'm really happy with what I've got on it so far. Um, but I am I am disappointed in D Link yet again for making just crappy products. And, and which crap sorry, crappy products which require proprietary software to work correctly and the proprietary software doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Cool. Okay, uh, so I put I put something else on the Trello board. This is This is something I hear asked a lot and it's had me thinking about it and I really don't have a good answer on my side. My, my answer is pretty, pretty corny and I'll willing to share it with you. But I was curious if, if you had any, um, answer to this. And the question is, are there any developers that you look up to either, developers who got you motivated, got you started or developers that you currently look up to and idolize? Is there, is there anybody like that?
0: Um, you know, there's my, there's my mentor who I haven't seen in a very long time um, who originally taught me how to develop uh, Joe gear. You know, he's not the so, prominent community member, but is that, is, is
1: that his real name? Joe gear? Yeah. You guys got an awesome name.
0: And he was he was my mentor from, you know, when I was 18 years old uh, and really got me involved in the community, um, involved in PHP. Uh, but as far as community members go, you know, uh, I, I really like Phil Sturgeon and the work he's done and the company he's built out of the work that he's done. Uh, we work w- or we we know a developer who works at one of our meetups, one of our meetup locations. Uh, named Will, uh, and Will is a, a, an amazing developer. Really, knows more about everything than I could ever hope to.
1: William is is a dynamite person all around. Yeah, he's a, and he's yeah. very, uh, very giving. He, he's willing to take people under his wing, and he's a good guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then of course, uh, you and John, which uh, John's <laughs> being surprisingly surprisingly quiet this podcast.
1: The, the last couple of podcasts, I noticed he, he doesn't s- seem to say a lot, but
0: yeah, you know.
1: The ratings are going up, so we can't complain.
0: Yeah, no. It was nice to hear from him today. I wasn't aware that we had bought him flowers.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I might have forgotten to tell the team that I bought flowers for him <laughs> and <laughs> his wife to celebrate their new child. But I put everybody's name on the card, so I figured Hey, you know, <laughs> yes, J- John posted that and I'm looking at it. And I'm thinking to myself, did I tell them we did this? I might not have told them. <laughs> yeah. John's a, John's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, like I said, my answer is kind of corny. I mean, I don't, can't think of any one particular person that um, motivates me. There are people I'm, I'm, grateful for uh, linus uh Tor- torvalds is one of them torvalds yeah uh i mean you know he's changed our entire industry uh, the entire landscape of what we do um short of that he's changed computing i mean he's changed computing altogether absolutely and uh short of that i mean the corny part is I can honestly say that I look up to any developer who has done any sort of contribution to open source. Um, it's such a meaningful platform, and it does so much for everyone involved that if you're a developer and you've done any coding on open source platforms, at all, I envy you. I, I appreciate everything you do, and I look up to you. Yeah, there's there's not like a rock star for me though.
0: Yeah, I don't. You know, the PHP community kind of doesn't have a real rock star developer. You know, there there are definitely a lot of people who make it what it is. I mean, it's it's a collaborative effort.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, there's a lot of uh, non-developers that I look up to. The, the person who's very frequently on my mind is Edward Snowden his, his whole situation, the whole situation that he's involved in, that we're involved in with him is just crazy chaos and, you know, generally disappointing.
1: Are you looking forward to the movie?
0: I'm not really. It's, it's like, it's like if the Hamilton play came out while the Hamilton story was still occurring, Yeah, you know, you're not going to get a really good depiction of what he's like as a person. And I don't really want that. I get the feeling that he is is an arrogant person and that he can be difficult to to work with, just like any person who's significantly smart enough is. Um, But it's what he's done and what he's doing that I think is most important. And I don't think a movie is going to tell the story about what he's doing and how it's shaping the United States.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, and I don't know where he found the willpower to to do what he did. And he, I f- honestly feel that he knew the severity of what he was doing. Uh, he, oh yeah, he was very yeah. He was he he knew what was what, what was going to happen. Um, yeah, I don't. Well Before
0: him, there were some some leaks that came out. From people who clearly didn't understand the severity of what was occurring, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, he he took it to the next level, and I, I think I think anyone who puts themselves in a position of martyrdom has to be looked into. You have to see the what their motives are and what their reasoning is, and and what the the quality of the information that you're getting out of their martyrdom. But having looked into it, I'm I'm firmly on his side which to me is the American side, <laughs> you know, uh, it's sort of America versus its people right now, which is just, a oh, just a mess.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna give you exactly 30 seconds to say something funny. So I have an opening to this podcast. Otherwise I might just be cutting this whole thing.
0: Uh, no, I, I don't have anything that, that wouldn't, uh, get me murdered by my wife or daughter. Yeah. It's been, it's been incredibly pleasant lately with, with everyone's emotions and hormones syncing up so that chaos just
1: occurs. (sighs) Welcome to my world for years. My one daughter finally got her driver's license. Really? Yeah. So she's, she's buzzing around town now. It seems, seems dangerous to have, twin daughters
0: where only one of them has a license
1: yeah the uh the other one got her learner's permit about a week after her sister got her license so she's in no hurry she's like hey i have somebody driving me around so i'm good
0: <laughs> yeah you should make an uber sticker for her. just. i
1: felt like i, I needed car. the uber sticker on my truck there their senior year of high school that's all i was doing was driving around
0: yeah yeah, my kids know not to uh, expect me to do that for them. I, I tell them to go take a hike all the time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, overall, quiet week. Not much going on. Um, hopefully, hopefully next week spins up some interesting new drama and craziness. And hey, speaking of the drama, do you know what the output, the the result of the PHP Fig drama was
1: last week? I do, do have not. One? No, I. I saw some tweets going around, um, but I never followed up with it anymore. So I don't know if you can look that up real quick or not. So I was following the voting, and it was actually looking like it was in favor of Paul um, sticking around. Yeah, that's what I was seeing, too. He's still named as the current representative of the Aurora Project. So he is still on the website. My Twitter's been blowing up since Laricon. Made a couple of friends. Posted a couple of funny links. And funny links? I haven't seen any
0: funny links from you.
1: You don't follow me on Twitter.
0: Yeah, I do. I just don't read Twitter.
1: Fig, 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 fig.
0: Yeah, it looks like the vote did not pass. Oh, no? Yeah, so it looks like it's it's going to miss quite a bit. So that's good, or bad, depending on your position. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of zeros,
1: a lot of ones, plus one, plus one, minus one. It's funny. um, So we're talking about the matter of PHP fig, and there was a recent proposal or recent vote put to the group asking them to replace the representative of the Aurora project, which is currently Paul Jones. He's the creator of it because of some in, internal politics. Um, you know, whether or not people felt that Paul Jones was being productive or not productive. Uh, we're not a part of the fig, so we don't follow this, but we had a situation recently that that was very similar to this where uh, the PHP UG user group uh, mailing list, there was a vote put together because some people of the m- mailing list, which is a public mailing list, anybody can join it, um, anybody can become a, become a member of it, anybody can have visibility of the conversations that are happening inside of it. Right, And there was some concern among certain members. They wanted a place where as user group administrators, they could speak freely. Speak freely about sponsors. Speak freely about members within the group, specifically. And the one one incident that kind of brought all this to surface is there was a person that was having trouble with a member of their group. It was a very specific issue where the person's was coming to meetups and preaching a lot, like literally preaching about God and trying you know cornering people. And there was, Oh, it's a shame he didn't
0: try to pin me down.
1: <laughs> so there was some discussion going on the mailing list about how this sort of thing gets handled. And then there was a, a big concern by that administrator. Once they realized that these lists were public and she was concerned that there would be some repercussions if this conversation had been found out. And, and I, I can get, I get that. And yeah, what was being proposed is that they wanted a private list for, specifically for user group admins. So there was a lot of conversations back and forth about what our role was within the community. Um my particular stance and uh, I, I got some support of on this when I replied is we had a requirement to be open and by having conversations in the open, this would help other people in similar situations, maybe people who weren't part of the PHP community, maybe they're maybe they're a Rails user group organizer or, or a Python. They have a problem, they do a Google search, and our thread comes up. And they have that visibility and see how we talk through the problem. So I I thought we had um, a reasonable expectation to be open and that we shouldn't worry about that. And I got some support on that. Um, Of course, the other side of the coin was the other organizer's opinion. And when it came down to a vote, um, at that time it was only John and I. Running the group, and although I was very adamant and open about my position, John sided with the uh, the other administrator, and so John and I had to have a conversation because, as San Diego php organizers we can only cast one vote so we had to come to right a, an agreement between us on what that vote was going to be and i honestly don't remember if we voted zero or if, or if we actually voted plus one in favor of going to a closed list and i was i remember at the time telling john that if that's how he wanted to vote i was fine with it i had made my opinion I stated my opinion and made it very clear on the list already where I stood personally, but that we had to agree on a position to stand as a group. So that's always kind of a, kind of difficult because, you know, it's like you're voting against what you believe in, but you kind of have to do that when you're representing other people. It's like, yeah, you know, you don't, it's not about me. You know, it's about the group as a whole.
0: Right. And, and I, I, I believe I sided on the issue with both of you. I was a, I was very unhelpful <laughs> in my plus zero contribution.
1: I think that's right. Actually, now that you say that, I do remember coming to you and saying you were the deciding vote. And you did nothing. You just nothing. sat there on the sidelines.
0: Well, because you sold me your perspective and I agreed. And then you sold me John's perspective and I agreed. <laughs> and didn't help in the slightest bit. If you had not, if you had not told me what John's defense was, then I, I think I would have just sided with with you, having been the first person to talk to me. <laughs> if
1: you've, if you've, I got to remember if that if I ever hand. run for office,
0: don't ask my opinion.
1: I'm saying, or don't, at least don't give both opinions.
0: Well, I, hey, you know, here's here's hoping for. Uh, a more eventful week next week. Ooh, I lost you. Oh, nope, you're back.
1: You <laughs> yeah, can you, I can now. Yeah, you totally, you totally went out. I've learned from editing this thing not to talk because you're coming back eventually, and because you record separately, it's transparent. You don't even, don't even hear it. So I just, I'm just patient. I wait for you to unfreeze.
0: It's a skill I don't have. I think it was you that froze though.
1: Not, you can check the stream. I looked over the stream; it was you.
0: I'm um, I'm streaming like 20 things at once right now, so it couldn't have been me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's it,
0: folks. There's there's your closing joke. That's as
1: ugly as this week's going to get. Yeah, we forgot to introduce ourselves at the beginning of the show. We need to start doing that, introducing ourselves, talking, saying, "Hey, Thomas," and making sure we address each other by name. Well, I'm running that. I'm running that lower third. Yep, yeah, people listening to the podcast don't <laughs> see the lower third, Thomas. People don't listen to the
0: podcast, haven't you seen?
1: I have. Our numbers are getting was, slightly better.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Besides, once, we, once we don't do that, it for once listeners. Once I get that
0: bump from Laravel Lara Chat Live, uh, we will be in the money.
1: Yeah, what 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 happened with that, man? I don't know. We've been holding steady at thirty, and to my disappointment, Coder Boner I think is still the lowest one to show. Uh, No, actually, it's not anymore. No, No, No. we've
0: got we've got wow, it's creeped up fifty listens on
1: some of them. Do we? I see forty-seven.
0: Texas Hold'em's got fifty-eight.
1: What is with that show that people listen to that show? I think they I
0: think they believe it's going to be a good <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode episode eight's got uh 63 lessons
1: 52 yeah episode eight tools of the trade
0: well, that does say 52 but down in the playlist it says 63
1: is, do we have different numbers hmm well it's weird why is if that you
0: scroll yeah if you scroll down to the bottom yeah i see that the, the the playlist has totally different numbers. I think maybe they don't expect your uh, recording to only have under a hundred listens. I'm sure <laughs> their their analytics are targeted more towards people getting listens in the thousands.
1: <laughs> I just happened to pull up episode ten. You know, you can see the extended stats. And the top country that listens to us is the Russian Federation. <laughs> wow.
0: I'd like to say to all my comrades, thank you.
1: <laughs> you need to, learn how to say thank you in Russian. Apparently, we're ah. big in the Netherlands. Just we get Never- four listeners in the Netherlands and Australia. They make up the bulk of uh Oh no, the United States obviously makes up the bulk of our listens, but they're they're second to the uh, U.S. Let's see the top cities. Give me who do you think the top city? <laughs>
0: Top city, I'm gonna to have to say San Diego.
1: <laughs> Poway.
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You're actually, you're you're editing and then listening to our podcast. You're I, I l- all of our analytics off. I
1: listen to our podcast like three or four times. That's because I listen to uh, I listen to it on different headsets and different uh, different areas. So here here's what's weird. Check this out. San Diego actually plays so Poway's first for those listening. Poway is where I live. Uh, Poway's first. San Diego is fourth. So try to guess what either second or third is. There's no way you're going to guess one of these. There's just no way. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to say it's, it's Canada. It's Kalen. Ah, oh, that would have been a good good choice. No, it's actually Buffalo, New York. Really? Which Poway has has a rate has I guess a seven. I don't know if that's seven listens for this particular show that I'm I'm clicked on, or I assume that's what that is. And Buffalo, New York has five, and then <laughs> the Buffalo, New York is second. Third is South China <laughs> with three. Oh no! Then comes, uh, then comes um, uh, San Diego, Spain, Louisville, Kentucky, Mountain View. That makes sense. Here's the Netherlands, Australia, Uganda. <laughs>
0: so we can we can say that we are the internationally renowned PHP ugly podcast. I guess
1: so. We've,
0: we've been listened to in Russia, China, and Uganda.
1: Uganda, Uganda, we all gunda for PHP ugly. Well,
0: we all, we all gotten to go to bed. All right, there right, man. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill
1: recording here. I'm Tom Wrightout. I'm Eric Van Johnson, and this has been PHP ugly. Thank you for listening to the PHP Ugly podcast. PHP Ugly can be found on Twitter at PHP Ugly. You can also follow the hosts. Tom Rodamp on Twitter at Real Rideout, John Congden on Twitter at John Congdon, and myself, Eric Van Johnson, on Twitter at Shokum. That's spelled S-H-O-C-M. Notes and links from this episode can be found on GitHub at github.com forward slash phpugly forward slash podcast.